On this episode of Sandlot Sports, we continue our NFL and college football breakdown. We discuss the AFC South and the NFC South, as well as the, the 11th through 15th ranked teams. Um, after that, we got a little off on a little tangent concerning um, some personal issues that uh, the podcast host have been going through. We need phone numbers of people to call. <laughs> <laughs> when I'm done laughing, I got to call somebody down to check on you. <laughs> As long as Eamon said he, you know, he'll laugh first, and then because you know that's yeah, that's true. Yeah. Welcome to Sandlot Sports. I am Adam Capison, and I'm here with Dorian Cody. What's up, world? And BJ Thomas. We're so close to football. So so close to football, but so close we to football. still have some basketball stories to talk about. So we'll we'll get to football here in shortly. So I do want to want to remind you guys. Did you ever watch Who Wants to Be a Millionaire back when you were yeah. growing up? Yeah. Yeah. Do you ever see them like get really like super close to the million dollars, like get to, like the five hundred thousand dollars, and get so close? You know, I, I felt like we just watched that. You know, this past couple of days, where some guy got so close to the million dollars, he had half a million in his pocket. All he had to do was not screw it up, and they even told him that the category of the million dollar question, and he went, "I don't know that, but I'm gonna gamble. I'm gonna go forward, and he you, lost it all." Are you sure he didn't have eighty four million dollars? <laughs> That's it. My bad. <laughs> four year from four years, eighty-four million dollars to one year, five point nine. I think it was. Yep. Goodness, Mr. So, Dennis Schroeder. So we we talked about Kirk Cousins gambling and betting on himself and winning. Shoot. Dennis Schroeder gambling on himself and he lost. I am power bombing my agent. <laughs> Absolutely. How, how did you let me do this? I pay you to save me for myself. <laughs> well, yeah. is he like Lamar Jackson in negotiating his own contract? I don't know what that was, but I, I can't. Uh, I don't. I don't know enough about the situation. I never really paid that much attention to Schroeder. That was just shocking. What just happened? Yeah. Shocking. Shocking. Wow. Shocking. So I couldn't believe it. Yeah, I, I, I was. I was dumbfounded that he turned it down. I'm not dumbfounded about the contract that he got, that, but the fact that he turned down the 84 million dollars in the NBA—that's a guaranteed contract. <laughs> yeah, he he could have he could have twisted his ankle, sat out for most of that contract, and still got paid. Yep. Chunk of it. Yep. So all of it. But um, as you guys may have noticed, we have Dorian back this week. Dorian, I'm glad you are feeling much, much better. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So and we'll we'll get into what actually happened later on. Um, but yeah, so but I, I am I'm super glad that you're feeling better. <laughs> Absolutely, guys. Um again, uh I miss you guys a lot. Um I miss uh talking sports, man. So so I'm excited to be back tonight and uh, and hopefully I can contribute as much as I can. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and these weird, wild time sports is a refuge and it is fantastic. Okay. So, but speaking of fantastic, how about a fantastic sport? We'll get to the NFL. We are going to continue our NFL breakdown. Um, oh, yeah, that's right. So last week we did the NFC North and the AFC North. So this week, because Dwayne's actually back, we're going to do start with the AFC South. <laughs> Shit. Well, I've been waiting for this. <laughs> I have been waiting for this. Oh, I need some of that energy from after the draft. Where is that? <laughs> well, that hey, hey, BJ, that energy is going to start week one when the Houston Texans, the team we're going to start with, plays Jacksonville. Shoot. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to lie. Part of me wants to chalk it up as a W, but I'm kind of afraid to do that. <laughs> For the Titans? <laughs> I mean, it's Derrick Henry, and now they got Julio Jones. Yeah, they still oh, have yeah. Ryan Tannehill, though. Yeah, you know, Tannehill's okay. Yes. He's got A.J. Brown and Julio Jones, so... I'm not saying he's going to be a world beater, but you can't just brush Tannehill under the rug like that. 
thing. No, no. I bet you he's the top. He's in the top half of fantasy quarterbacks this year for sure. Uh, you know what? If you want to go fairy tale football, I will bet you that he has more fairy tale points than Trevor Lawrence does this year. I can see it. You have mm-hmm. a losing attitude for things. You're gonna you're gonna be the <laughs> bottom of the division. You're gonna be everybody's homecoming game this year. It's gonna be great. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, uh, I mean, for what I've been uh, catching from the team, I mean, uh, I know I was watching the training camp and man, the, uh, the the starting job for Jacksonville it's not it's not set in stone, man. Minshew's been kicking ass, and <laughs> he doesn't take, he doesn't he hasn't taken a shit because number two is not for him. I know. <laughs> so therein lies the biggest problem, though. You guys tanked the season last year and probably the season beforehand to get a guy that's not going to start week one that it's going to be beat out by Gardner Minshew Sunshine. the guy that you gave up last year Sunshine's going to get beat out by Uncle Rico <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be great um, Uncle Rico dude he's Bill, Bill Ray Cyrus out there man I'm telling you he might not look like Uncle Rico but he's everything Uncle Rico embodies yeah tell me you can't see Gardner Minshew saying he could throw a football over a mountain <laughs> exactly <laughs> You totally see him. <laughs> Hands down. So, anyways, we're, we're, we're going to we'll talk about Jacksonville later. So what do we think of Houston? First of all, who's their quarterback? Uh, Tyrod Taylor. I think Deshaun's still on the roster. Yeah, but what I was uh, reading there, they're, they're trying to do all they can to move him before the start of uh, the season. But be interested to see if that happens. Yeah, and the thing with Tyrod Taylor is he's not horrible. He is captain check now, um, but he always seems to get hurt <laughs> to <laughs> – to, to start some rookie, like some random thing will happen and some guy will come in and take his job. Take it. I yeah. want to see it happen. Sounds about right. It, I know what happened in, in um, Los Angeles with Herbert. Mm-hmm. I want to say it happened in Cleveland too. New York. Yep. Happened in Buffalo. New York. Buffalo. He lost it to, um, to Josh Allen. Josh Allen. Josh Allen. Yeah. Mm. So, and then the one then in Los Angeles was weird. Gave him a shot in his chest and punctured his lung. Yeah. What are we doing here? <laughs> it's like, why, why are you still on the team? Mr. Trainer. <laughs> So I, I guess BJ, your question from last week: Does anyone give a crap about the Texans? I mean, it, realistically, besides the the authorities, does anybody actually care? Well, see, here's two things that my, in my opinion, what I got going on in my head. Either one, this organization is so horrible, it's attempting to defame its star player because he wants out, or they still got a guy under contract who's accused of multiple sexual assault. So, like, I don't, yeah, fuck the Texans. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean. I, yeah, realistically, with all of that going on, and not you know just thinking you know, the the play on the on the field, I don't see them winning more than six games this year. Because you talk about ultra distractions, you know, and two of those will be against Jacksonville, but I don't see them winning four other games. I mean, I guess it could work out to where like football is a refuge, but then they still got to deal with the fact that their team sucks. Yeah, because let, let's also look at that. Yeah, you hate your star player, but you've also traded away your other star players as well. Exactly. Like if you look, I'm looking at the roster right now. Jeez, if it was Madden, you'd just restart it. <laughs> it's like yeah. I screwed up the free agency. Yeah, I screwed I just up. What did I do? What I do? New season. Um. Yeah. I mean, the best player on the t- on the offense right now, without Deshaun Johnson, Deshaun Watson being available, is David Johnson. And uh, boy, he's his better years are behind him. Yeah. So then you go to Brandon Cooks, who's been traded in almost any games that started. And their defense. JJ oh, Watt's not even there anymore. Whitney Merciless is probably the. I mean, it's not looking good for the Texans. No. So I mean, now how that relates to the Titans, two wins. Okay. So let's move on to the Colts then. Yes, we need to talk about the Colts. Yes. So if this was last week, 
I'd say the Colts would probably win the division. And then their quarterback got hurt. Now I don't know. You would have said the Colts are going to win? Yeah. Hmm. Derrick I mean, Henry Derrick Henry's on his way to your house. That's yeah. fine. <laughs> There's not a damn thing you can do about it. But but not anymore. I mean, yes, I was putting my faith in in Frank Wright and Carson Wentz, getting bringing the magic back together, but not anymore. Uh, what think... if they get Nick Foltz? What if they trade yeah, for Nick Foltz? Yeah. Yeah. Silence. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. If your season depends on can I get Nick Foltz, huh. you've got bigger <laughs> problems. Well, they're the, can I get Nick Foltz is better than option than Jacob Eason. This is true. Yeah. So, I mean. Hold on, is 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 uh Jacoby Brissett still there? No, he went to Indianapolis after his Indiana run or his Colts run. He, he, he went, went to, to the New England. England. Yeah, he went to New England after his Colts run. Oh, so he's back in New England right now? He's out of there too. I don't know where Jacoby is. Let's find out. The, the internet knows all. Yeah, but yeah, I was gonna say if Jacoby was still there, I mean Dolphins one year deal. Ah. He's the fourth quarter quarterback, ah. <laughs> and he, he's more in line with Tua. So, but yeah, I mean, uh, looking at the schedule, starting with Seattle, going with the Rams at home, they're going to be zero and two right there, and then you know their first road game is you know, against King Henry. So that's I still out. I still think we pick Seattle on name alone. Their defense is not special anymore. That's that's the problem. It's like they've they flipped their what they're good at. It's like you're, the Legion mm-hmm. of Boom doesn't exist anymore, and now it's all offense. Yeah, and Seattle, the first half of the year, that offense is great. The second half of the year, they get run down, and it's not so good. Well, you're beating Russ up. He's got to do everything. Come yeah. back victories, fourth quarter drives. I mean, they're not really getting a lot of help on the other side of the ball. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's a team game. Yeah. Okay, your offense needs needs to be humming, but also it has to help out your defense and vice versa. Tennessee and Miami, that very well could be a third loss. Yep. Tennessee. Miami, I <sighs> – what uh, Miami's an enigma. Yeah. They got players all over the field and they just they wind up middling every time. Yeah. And it doesn't matter who the quarterback is. That's just how they are. That's it's how They're, they've been since Marino left. It's the Marino curse. They bury Sanders Marino. And so oh no, he went to one Super Bowl. Yeah. At the very beginning of his career. Yeah. That's not fair. <laughs> but okay, so there's a win on their schedule when they play Houston. There's another one on the schedule when they play the Jets. There's another one when they play Jacksonville. Hey, look, they're gonna get, you know, a couple wins right there in a row. Dorian, you're going to let that slide the way you just talked about Jake. You have no pride. <laughs> you're a soft fit. You know what? That post-draft conversation just stole your soul. No, it's uh, it's just a matter of, I mean, uh, I mean, from looking at the schedule and then, well, first off, Indianapolis, I mean, we don't know when Carson Wentz is going to suit up. And, it's and supposed to be five to 12 weeks. So, I mean, I'm not going to lie. Like, if Jacob Eason is, is the quarterback <laughs> for the uh, Colts, I like my chance to be the Jaguars guy. <laughs> But if Carson Wentz was there, yeah, I would go ahead and. and what, has Carson, what has Carson Wentz show you in the last two seasons that leads you to believe that he's going to be okay? He's been a turnover machine. Trust well, me, because I've been salivating and watching it, just enjoying it. Just and, and this is the same question that we've had: basking, basking in the hate coming from. Philly this right is now. the same question it. we've had with Jared Goff: is it Goff or is it McVeigh? Was it Wentz or was it Peterson? Uh. Oh yeah, all those are good questions. But if I can't hold on to the football, hey, it's Kurt not Warner just interceptions. Hold on to the football until it's he not could. Just, it's just it's not just interceptions. It's fumbles too. It's the dual package. Yeah, and Tiki Barber had a fumbling problem until he didn't. Yeah, but Tiki Barber only had a fumbling problem, not a fumbling and an interception problem. That's what this I'm is true. At. There's two <laughs> problems here. Oh, and by the way, everything below your waist is trash. <laughs> yeah. You uh, you don't think Frank uh, Reich would have uh, found a way to be able to correct those mental mistakes? I mean, he's very likely to fumble or throw an interception. I don't even remember the numbers were last year, but if you want me to look, I shall. 
Yeah, I think he actually led the league in turnovers, and he didn't play the full season. It was entertaining. I I don't know how you guys felt about it. <laughs> I know you love watching those PJ sessions against the Cowboys. He was like, "All right, oh, turn over this one. No nope, turnover." turnover. Fumbles made our defense like one. I think one week our defense was in the top 10 uh, fantasy defenses, which is hilarious because <laughs> we were in the bottom the rest of the season. Well, see, and, and that's the way you do it is you, you, you pick a defense that plays against a specific quarterback or a specific team. You don't really draft a good defense. You just kind of play play against the quarterbacks. You oh. say that until everybody else drafts the good defenses and you're playing. Oh, that's a you can mind fuck yourself like that. Hey, you look, if I can pick the defense that plays against the Jets every every week, I think I'll be OK. Yeah, well, it, it's like being in a survivor pool. I'll just pick against the, you know, the, the Dolphins and the Jets every week and I'll I'll make it through. I, you'd think that you'd think that. It doesn't always work out like that, unfortunately. My wallet agrees. <laughs> yeah, ten years ago. Hey, survivor pools. I, I did that two years ago. I got um, I got a uh, keeper league coming up where I have Christian McCaffrey and uh, Kenny Kenny Galladay. <laughs> hey, all right. See, I th- I think picking games is is has more skill than picking random random players, but that's just me. It probably <laughs> is just you. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of things that's just me, unfortunately. <laughs> I know. I sent Adam letter Kenny clips and I got like flatlined responses. I was like, oh, poor Adam. Yeah. Then I, then I sent you the clip from Jan saw Bob straight back and you kind of went, eh. Adam, come on. <laughs> You've you seen my Facebook page. You don't think I saw that video four times before you got it to me? Fair enough. Yeah. I, I, I saw that video a ton. I was like, dang. I'm trying. Hey. To, they're so protective of Carson Wentz. I can't find his turnover stats from last year. Yeah. I, I, I still think he led the league. He only played like 12 games last year. Yeah. It, but they don't keep track of the fumble stats for run or for quarterbacks that I'm seeing. Yeah. ESPN, I know, has run the stat. But, anyways, yeah. It, if he's out for 12 weeks, okay, it's 12 weeks starting this week, he'll be back for week 10, Dorian. 15 interceptions and 50 sacks gives you an idea, though. So, again, the Colts are will go as, as Wentz goes, and as DJ Sam Wentz ain't going so so far. So, let the fun begin, because the next team we're going to cover is the Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh. Trash. <laughs> 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 Go ahead, Dorian. Go ahead. Um, I mean, where do I begin? Um, I mean, our first game is Houston. Um, I think that, uh, well, hopefully that should be a W for us. Um, the rest of the schedule, uh, not so much. Um, okay. You sound like you, you sound like huh? you have little or no faith, little or no faith in this whole system you got going on here. Urban yeah. Meyer, um, double quarterback, uh, double running back, <laughs> no receivers. Hey, hey, BJ, I, I have a question. I have a hypothetical for you. Okay. Oh, my favorite. Yes, these are great. <laughs> so we we know that Houston is trash. They don't even know who the starting quarterback is. It's either Captain Checkdown or Captain uh, Popsicle. So we don't know who they're going to start. <laughs> so that could possibly be a win. Denver doesn't actually have a quarterback. So Jacksonville could presumably start 2-0. Can you imagine the heat and the just the waft radiating from the corner where Dorian is what? if Jacksonville starts 2-0? Well, now be careful. You don't want to give your uh, your old coach their heart problems. He'll fucking leave. <laughs> he will leave. He'll walk right out of there. As soon as it gets tough, he'll be like, oh, and three. Mm. Mm, I got to get out of here. Shelly, Shelly, I'm coming home. <laughs> Honestly, I mean. Tim, tell your dad I'm on his way. On my way. I'll be right there. <laughs> I say, I say, honestly, the first five games that we play, I see us, uh, I, I see us stealing. Well, 
well, we, we should beat Houston. I see us stealing an, another game, uh, which will be uh, no. I see us uh, stealing one at Cincinnati, and I see us possibly beating beating Houston. Cincinnati. Yeah. Are you gonna go after after Joe Burrow's leg? Is that what's gonna happen? You're gonna Nancy hey. Kerrigan his leg? Hey, a win is a win. No, <laughs> <laughs> oh. yeah, but um, but but I, but out of those uh, five games, hey, I see I see three that we, we could potentially win. Um, you know, in, in Miami. That's a potential win. Uh, the, ten the, bucks the, says uh, you, ten bucks says you're four and six by week eleven. Eleven. Well, let's think about that. Okay, so let's find four wins for for Jacksonville yeah, before Houston, week eleven. Houston, okay. Houston, right, Houston, Denver, Denver, Miami. That's three. Well, you you uh, you you yeah. think that the Jags will beat uh, Miami over? Uh, the Bengals? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Most likely, Gardner Minshew will play all four quarters. So I'm pretty sure they'll beat Miami. <laughs> I think they have a better shot of beating Miami than they do Cincinnati. Uh, yeah, uh, especially you know if Burrow is healthy. I don't like Arizona's whole team. Their offense is cool, but the rest of it, I just don't trust. I don't. Uh, I don't trust their coach. Defensive players want to leave. JJ Watt is been past his prime. Just to be flat, straight out honest, he gets yeah. contract based on uh, past performances. Yes. Yeah. So it's very likely they could be four and six by week 11 and then not win that, another game. Damn, be, damn. And the Jets are at the back end of that schedule. I mean, and Houston again. Yes. We got Houston are again. Sure, are you sure they got a MAGA quarterback? <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Them damn Maggans. <laughs> I, 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 was, I was wondering where you were going to go with that for a second when I heard the MAG. And I was hey, like, where, where's he going? Nah, <laughs> is he even signed? Oh yeah, good question. I um, he probably got his trump card in the mail this weekend. Did you see those things? <laughs> the, Look the, like the uh, German Reichstag. Is that how yeah. it's pronounced? Reichstag. <laughs> it it would have if it was spelled correctly. <laughs> I I saw a quote um, over the weekend that it was you know one of the Bosa boys being a MAGA and his you know girlfriend being anti anti vask is pretty much the most truthful thing I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen the new uh, MAGA hats that Trump person designed? No. I oh, no. oh my god, it looks like it looks like something. He's so stuck in the eighties; it's not even funny. Well, <laughs> I do know that the social media network that uh, Jason Miller, his spokesman, created was just flooded with a whole bunch of like jihadist uh, terrorist people because they're like, hey, "It's free speech." <laughs> 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 Here, one second. So, Dorian, you, you thinking six wins? Which, I mean, that that's a six hundred percent improvement. Yeah, yeah, I'm thinking. I'm, I'm thinking wins. Re- realistically, I think that uh, like you guys said, like Houston. Oh wow. Oh, can you see those? Oh, yeah, yeah. It looks like something that'd be on the on the shelf at a souvenir shop in Atlantic City back in like '83. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean that that's about as tacky as don't fat you in Florida. <laughs> <laughs> we have a serial uh, killer for a governor yeah yeah we do just thought i'd let that i just want to let that go i'm done yeah. now <laughs> i'm done now uh but um so, I, was he, say, I just real quick does he know he's a piece of shit what i tell people all the time is he is exceptionally smart he is he oh i'm not saying he's stupid at all no he he just knows that if he, whatever he says 51 percent of florida will agree with it regardless of what it is he's got his pulse on the morons is what you're saying yeah yeah Ten four. Now, here, here's the problem if he keeps killing his base that 51 percent will turn into 49 percent. Mm-hmm. so you're saying wait it out yes <laughs> 10 four. get okay, vaccinated we'll i'm sorry and let, <laughs> let them die to own the lips <laughs> Uh, suck it libs 
Uh, What's that noise? My throat is closed. <laughs> so okay, so look at Jacksonville schedule because th- this is this is still fun. So yeah, they might have six wins. <laughs> this, this is still. <laughs> they might have six wins because you're like a dog. Pro- you're like a dog after they tear their toy open, but they keep shaking the shit out of it with all the spit on it, flies everywhere. <laughs> That's what this is right now. We're just spr- we're just spraying dog spit everywhere by sh- shaking the schedule down. Please continue. Again, I'm sorry. So okay, they'll they'll probably be Houston. They might be Denver. They might squeak out a win against Arizona. Okay, and if they start three and zero, then like the heavens are going to part, and Dorian's just going to lose his mind on us, and that's just going to be insane. Oh, it'll be yeah. just like when he came back from the draft. Yes. Please look up the date of the draft and then look up our episodes around that time. He he just went in on me. He was so excited. And then the next Until. one, they Tebow and I fixed it all. <laughs> see, it, it, see, here's the thing. They're going to start. They might might even start 3-0. And then lost, <laughs> lost, 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 lost. Beat Houston, beat the Jets. Urban retires. Hey, <laughs> hey, you guys might be into this tanking thing like as a, a career now. You might, yeah. you might be able to stack number one picks like the Magic did. Yeah, how'd that oh. work out for him? Oh. Well, pretty damn good until they decide not to pay the man. Oh, that's a whole and night. if you don't know about that, I'm not explaining. Yeah. <laughs> it, it hurts too damn much. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Every time but I look. see Penny, every time I see Penny Hardaway, I get sad in the chest. Yeah, that actually hurts. It hurts. Can we move on? They suck. They're gonna yeah. go like they're gonna go like what? They're gonna go six, six and eleven. Six and eleven. Six and eleven. Best. Yeah, I think we can squeak out one more win. I think, I think, I think we can go seven. Are you gonna go? Okay, six and eleven. If everything breaks right, seven to ten, maybe. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Did you just get the best football player of a generation that argued with me over one win on your schedule? <laughs> oh, they they might go seven and nine. No, 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 no. He got generational talent and then argued that he should be on the bench. No, I'm just saying that you know, um, you can't mess with Uncle Rico. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I for what I. In their um, in their training camp, I just think that Urban Meyer should try to protect Trevor as, as as long as he can. Yeah, by not letting him play until he figures out NFL football. That's a great idea. So at <laughs> least for, the first year worked for AA run. Yeah, mm-hmm. three years on the bench. What's wrong with that? Behind a guy who is kind of like an updated version of Brett Favre, minus the talent. So so BJ, the team that you think is going to win the division, the Tennessee Titans. So they oh, start yeah. with Arizona, they go to Seattle, start with Indianapolis, and then that's. Four quick ones right there. Yep. And then uh, yeah. Arizona, Seattle, Indianapolis. I'd be surprised. Um, Seattle's got the best shot. But like I said, the other side of Seattle's football team. I mean, they, they might start 5-0 and because then they got the Jets in Jacksonville. Absolutely. And, and then, that, so the first game I'm excited to see the Titans in is week six against Buffalo. That should yeah. be a banger. Oh, that, that'll yeah. be a fantastic game. Absolutely. Now, that's going to be solid. Buffalo just completely killed their chances of the Super Bowl for the next five years. But that's a whole different conversation. <laughs> Wrap up all your salary cap on one player. What the hell is wrong with you people? They're trusting the draft process. But yeah. the Titans do have the Bills and the Chiefs back to back, which is a heck of a middle middle of the year yeah. schedule. They're gonna lose at least one, maybe both of those games. And then they have uh Colts and Rams. Colts probably another win. The Rams, eh? Yeah. That's Adam's yeah. new favorite team because Stafford's over there. <laughs> <laughs> So, I mean, we're talking, okay, so that's at least seven wins, maybe eight. And then in the, the Michael thomas uh, New Orleans Saints. Well, I saw a meme today that was spot on. Like, you you have a quarterback competition between Taysom Hill and Teddy Bridgewater, and you wonder why Michael Thomas doesn't answer your calls. Jameis. Jameis is there. <laughs> oh, that's right. Damn. Where's, <laughs> they, better, they better call Teddy. <laughs> <laughs> But then look look at the back half of the schedule, okay? So they get Houston, New England. Go I'm just ahead. saying. 
aren't we excited to see post eye surgery Jameis? Yes, we have, also, not seen, we have not seen post eye surgery. Oh, Jameis. yes, we have. We've seen him stumble through the tackling dummy. We have not <laughs> seen him play football. <laughs> Was that fair though? <laughs> Did he trip? I thought he tripped. That's why he struggled. Uh, was was oh, he just oh, trying to? Oh, was he eating oh, W's? What was he doing? Picking on Jameis because his foot speed is—that's not funny. That's not funny. That's low-hanging fruit. This show's better than that. Pick on him because he can't throw the ball because that's what he's supposed to do. He's not—he's not a mobile guy. Never has been. Anytime he has to move, it looks horrible. Hey, we'll, Tom, we'll Bra- get... Tom Brady is more fluid in the hips than Jameis Winston. <laughs> Uh, Tom Brady's got the, those those old guy steps, but anyways, <laughs> look, look at the back half of Tennessee schedule. Okay, so when they come back from their bye, now it's a late bye, but the five games after their bye: Jacksonville, Pittsburgh, San Francisco, Miami, Houston. They do you see do that simply? Oh, easily three, four, and one. That easily. Yeah. I mean, Pittsburgh's the only one that. Yeah, Pittsburgh's the toughest game on there. Yeah, and let's not forget, Pittsburgh has a tendency to kind of flop towards the back half of the season anyway. And Najee Harris is even getting reps with the first team because he can't pick up blitz. So, I mean, because he never had to. That that was the – yeah, exactly. That was the report a week ago. But, yeah, when you got receivers like that all on the field at the same time, you can't blitz, right? Yeah. So, I mean, we're talking that Tennessee could – could easily have 12 13 wins easily yeah i'm not i'm not seeing a whole lot of struggle on the schedule the only thing that really hurt him is if Tannehill goes out and that's just because he's captain the ship not because especially talented um but you can say about any any team you lose a starting quarterback you're yeah yeah, yeah. i mean that's like the biggest thing for them i feel like with the running game they have they can muscle through a lot of the the ups and downs of an nfl season Mm -hmm. because when a guy is getting five yards of carry man like that's tough to defend and by the third quarter comes around that turns into seven eight yards of carry yeah. yeah, I mean that's a, I mean they, they've got that stretch from week six to week week nine where they play Buffalo, Kansas City, Indianapolis, and the Rams. They're probably going to be one and three in there. And I then I don't, so. s- I don't, I don't think so. Kansas City's defense is not special, and if they can stay on the field and limit um, the offense's appearances, how mm-hmm. many times Mahomes is out there, they can keep that game really close. They can. Then you, my, then you got Julio and AJ Brown out there on play action. Ugh. Yeah. My my only issue with that game is when it's right after the Buffalo game. It's really hard to get up for two big opponents back to back. Yeah, but you sound like Buffalo was screwed because their uh, contract situation. No, they're they're screwed from they're they're screwed from into the Super Bowl. They're not screwed from being a decent team. They're not going to be able to put pieces around Josh oh, Allen. Oh, you're saying that's an official heck? Yeah. The, was it thirteen percent, fourteen percent? Yeah, I mean, no, I, I think his contract is like twenty percent. No, yeah, but the, the limit it's like the limit's like yeah. It's like 15, okay. 16. Yeah. So Adam's saying the hex is like 14% of your salary cap to one player, no super. Name me a team where it's happened. Oh, I I know. I've seen the stat, but yeah. we just have to, some some of our, whoever may be listening might not have heard that. So we're just, we've talked about it before. We're just clarifying exactly what's going on. Yep. 14% of your salary cap to one player, no Super Bowl. Pretty much. Who's our next victim now that we've looked at the uh, 13 and four Texans problem. The Atlanta Falcons. Garbage. <laughs> <laughs> the most overrated quarterback in the NFL. Well, who is about to get exposed because he's not going to have his one receiver anymore. You know, and, and to that end, who is catching the ball in Atlanta? Calvin Ridley's pretty nasty. Eh, okay, I'll give you that. Outside of that. Oh, and uh, Kyle Pitts. Yeah. Man, I, I was really hoping he'd fall to Dallas. I knew it was super, super slim, but I was holding on to that 2%, I tell you. Look. It looked like Dallas, uh, you know, looked out to me. That, that Michael Parsons, man, he's a stud. Oh, I'm excited about him, but Kyle Pitts, I think, could has the potential to be a generational talent, mm-hmm. like a guy that you talk about as top five or six tight ends at the end of his career, if he's able mm-hmm. to stay healthy. I mean, who knows about his work ethic? Everything's easier in college. Is he going to be able to adjust? I've never heard anything that speaks to his work ethic, so I'm not commenting on it, but I'm just saying that can be a problem. Yeah. Look at Zeke. 
He's worried about his dogs running around friggin' neighborhood. Dude, I could have told you that when he came out of college. He looks like a damn hedgehog. What did everybody expect? <laughs> I love the guy. I'm glad he's a running back on our team. I just don't think he takes the game serious anymore. Back to the Falcons, because I could talk about this all day. Yeah, yeah. That's why when we do Dallas, it's just going to be all BJ for two hours. Screaming. So- what is wrong? <laughs> what is wrong with you? Why are you on hard knocks, you idiots? <laughs> so anyways, um, does anybody see more than six wins for Atlanta? <laughs> uh, Eagles are no joke. We know about the Bucks. Giants with all the parts back would be interesting to see. Washington was a playoff team last year, and then the Jets. Ugh. So that, that's one in four. That's yeah, one in four. four. And then we go to bye week. Miami, yeah, Miami bye Carolina, week the, New Orleans. Yep. I, any field that Christian McCaffrey on makes me nervous, so I'm not going to just say Carolina's a guaranteed W there. Well, then you got Dallas, New England, Jacksonville. Okay, there was a win. Shit. They must be beating <laughs> New Orleans or, or New England or Jacksonville. That's what I said. Yeah. Okay. There's a I'm win. Just, I'm yeah. just clarifying. A I'm singular clarifying. win. Do I have to take okay. you back to, to Miss Lockett's English class? Singular or plural? Miss <laughs> <laughs> Lockett, I told you I left that class. <laughs> As soon as she said, she said, you're going to have to procure some notebooks. And I was like, oh, man. I was like, I don't want to listen to this all year. And I went to Miss Hans' class. That was the best class I ever had in my life. Because no. it was and a it, party. It was just yeah. a party. My nice. senior year. It was, a, it was a good move. I was happy with that. Yeah. So after that, it's Tampa, Carolina, San Francisco, Detroit. Okay, there's a win. Buffalo and New Orleans. So I, I think what – Three, four wins. Uh, I think you're. I think it's gonna be like a five and twelve thing. They're gonna luck out on one of these somewhere. If they luck out on a week week ten, Dorian, just don't let BJ forget about it. Well, you have to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you saw what happened the last time Atlanta Dolphins got a lead on us. I don't know if you remember. It wasn't like twenty one. It was twenty one points in like eight minutes of the fourth quarter we scored yeah. to, to win that game. You know what kind so of high I was weird. on, and then he breaks his ankle two weeks later. Oh, I'm sure he had like two com- comeback victories to start the season. Yeah, just like that, right down the field in the fourth quarter. Bang, 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 touchdown game. Like, oh, 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 I'm getting sad in my chest. We'll, we'll, we'll move on to, to, you know, Christian McCaffrey with Carolina. That's it. It's, it's all him. Yeah. Now they have Sam Darnold this year. So, yeah, it really is all <laughs> Christian McCaffrey. <laughs> <laughs> Name me the last football team that was excited to have Sam Darnold. Uh, excited to have him leave? No, uh, I think it was USC until he got USC. Yes. Yeah, yes. No. <laughs> and then these guys traded for him. Hey, mm. according to Mel Kuyper, he's he's a diamond in the rough. He, Stop. He was... <laughs> Stop. Stop. The the hair grease has gone to that man's head. The petroleum is in his is sunk through his skull. No, no. Well, again, on, he is on autopilot. Again, we but, talked about this with DeSantis. He knows what he's doing. He also knows that he has friends who are agents, and he needs to pump up his clients. <laughs> My thing is uh, how. Uh, how arrogant do you have to be if you're Matt Rule to say, you know what? Uh, we I can get rid of Bruce Darnold. Out. Yeah, I can fix Darnold. I can Just fix. I in. can fix Sam. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's going to be interesting there. So if but, I was Pax and Lynch, I'd be like, where were you when I was around? Yes, we'll see. Well, he talking about other guy that was broken in college. Mm, broke, broken, 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 broken. So I mean, with Carolina, I mean, they're they're probably going to be a an eight and eight, nine, nine and eight team. I hate to kind of do that, but. Again, with Christian McCaffrey, you're in every game. Um, unless, unless he spends like 11 weeks on off the field like he did last year and ruined your damn fantasy football team. You're just <laughs> salty. It's okay. I was salty. I drafted him number one. <laughs> so and, but, it, and it was an auction draft. Do you know how much money I spent on Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. I bet you were pissed. I can imagine every <laughs> pissed. It was, every like 60, it was like $72. Yep. <laughs> Down the drain. 
down, down the, drain. the drain. Gone. That's like two solid players. Uh, hey, BJ watches the investment go bye bye. Just like what about you? Jameis might actually be able to watch the games this year with New Orleans. Maybe, maybe you're exa- you might be exaggerating. <laughs> hey, week one, Jameis versus you know, versus Rodgers. Do I? S- uh, uh, <laughs> loss, loss. Uh, they'll probably draw the second week against Carolina. I don't know the Patriots. I mean, I hope the Patriots lose. With Bill, you never know. I mean, that team was awful last year. Because I hope, with, I hope it with, continues. Yeah. Well, with all of the opt outs, with all the injuries, and without Brady. They were still almost a playoff team. Yeah. Well, doesn't that speak to the crappiness of their division more than their special football abilities? I think it speaks to both. I mean, yeah. the Buffalo was not was on a pushover last year. No, the Jets were god awful. Jets were god awful, and the Miami Dolphins had three quarters of a quarterback. <laughs> but how was that different than any other year that New England has ever played? Buffalo was really good. Fair enough. So, so anyways, lost, getting back, yeah, lost to New England. They might beat the Giants. I don't know. The Giants with Dude, they got I Kenny, have no I have no faith they have, in Daniel Jones. I, None, I don't zero. care. They have Kenny Galladay and uh Thighs McGee back there. Yeah, so okay. Saquon Barkley. Barkley is would be fine. Galladay needs someone to throw him the ball and not throw the ball to the other team. As long as they go deep and down the sideline, all you gotta do is worry about He's not side. sexy Rexy. <laughs> <laughs> I think we all overestimate Rex Armstrong's arm strength. Just because he threw it down there. It was only like 40 <laughs> yards down the field. It just seemed like it was in the air forever because it was slow. <laughs> it's like the like yeah. the, the pitcher from the, the Giants the other day. Did you guys see that? Threw a no. 31, he threw a 31 mile an hour pitch that was called for a strike. Yeah, I saw that. Well, but he was just floating the ball. He floated <laughs> like it was in a softball league. <laughs> there's no there's no point in hitting it. Well, they were saying that the, the batters don't want to swing because if they make contact, it's not going anywhere because yeah, it's not going anywhere. They're relying on the pitcher to hit balls. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, it's something interesting. I'd like to see the better hitters go off a tee from home plate in the Major League Stadium. I'm not sure they can hit it out because there's no velocity on it. We need it. We need science. You know, for, for to do. Yeah. We need science. I got, we got to call somebody and be like, hey, we need science. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, are we saying that yeah. the Saints would be a, a seven win team? They're not beating the Bucks either game. No. They the might beat the Jets. I don't like Miami. I don't know if you picked up on that yet. Well, I hadn't noticed. Okay. No, not at all. <laughs> I don't think they. I, I think they'll beat Miami. So that's two. They're not beating the Cowboys. They're not beating the Bills. They're not beating the Titans. They could beat Atlanta once. That's three. I think that they're going to split with Carolina. You might be looking at one of the top three picks in the league next year. Yeah. <laughs> but, but Taysom Hill's such a great quarterback. That's what. I, look, either Sean Payton knows something, or this is like the most open case of white privilege. This. Year. Hey, wait till Timbo starts. <laughs> I do right. <laughs> I'm trying not to think of that. <laughs> I'm trying not to think of that. Hey, God's gonna open up the skies. This is gonna, the, the sun's gonna shine down on him. Could you imagine me being on a team with him with all his followers around him? I'd be like, bro, can you help me get money from them too? <laughs> uh, are you saying that's all a grift? Because that seems to be the way to do it. No, <laughs> I wouldn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say it for you. How about that? Thank you. Okay. <laughs> Take the pressure off every once in a while. Appreciate yeah, it. That's what's hey, Teamwork makes the dream work. Exactly. <laughs> oh God, fifteen and two probably. I don't want to talk about it. Okay, really so do. so they're starting the season one to zero. Oh yeah. one. <laughs> so Man. for the for those who can't actually see the screen on the podcast, we're talking about Tampa Bay now. Um, so week one is against Dallas. Oh and one. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Can't score like us. <sighs> so, so at, at that point, then they've got Atlanta, the Rams, New England, Miami, Philadelphia, Chicago, New Orleans. The Rams defense is the only of those teams you just list. Only team that worries me, so, as far as putting any kind of hitch in their giddy up. Yeah. So let, let's just let's just play that down. So let's say miraculously Dallas wins and the Rams beat them. Okay, they start one and two, and then they roll off five straight. They're you know they're smoking New six. England. <laughs> <laughs> Brady is oh. going to smoke New England in Gillette Stadium. He's going to smoke them. Oh, Brady yeah. may hang half smoke a hundred him. on him because he can. Yeah, he may have he to leave. To, he may have to leave the game to orgasm and then come back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he wants that game. He's smoking yeah. them. That that's going to be the Woody Hayes quote. I Why'd you go Gron- for two? Because I, bet I could. Gron- <laughs> bet you Gronk scores two touchdowns that game. Oh yes, and won't do a damn thing the rest of the year till the Super Bowl. Yeah. So, but but I after the that. after the bye week, so let's say they're six and two going into the bye week. After the bye week, it's Washington, the Giants, Indianapolis, Atlanta, Buffalo, the Saints, Carolina, the Jets, yeah. the Carolina again. Buffalo is the only team that I was like, oh, maybe. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. you're you're realistically looking at thirteen to four, fourteen and three, fourteen and three, something like that. It could be nasty. Yeah. This is all assuming everybody's healthy now. So yes, don't climb, don't jump our cases. Yeah, you're, you're assuming that the the forty five year old quarterback that makes his money grifting people for health supplements can can withstand another full season. I'd rather grift for health supplements than uh, eternal resting places. This is true. I feel like less of a son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> So I, th- I think we're all in agreement that Tampa's winning the division this year. Yeah. yeah. Don't worry, guys. When we get two listeners, I'll cut them in half every time. <laughs> <laughs> ah, back down to one. <laughs> so that 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 will kind of end our NFL for the week. So we'll now move over to college, and we'll, we'll we did 15 through 25 last week, just because we're running out of weeks. So we'll start with 11 this week and talking about LSU. Ooh, that's a quick four and zero. Yes. Yeah, so UCLA, UCLA, McNeese, Central Michigan, and Arkansas. Uh, I'm sorry, Mississippi State. Yeah, that's 4-0. They'll probably beat Auburn. It's 5-0. I don't know about Kentucky. Kentucky. They're, scra- can- they're scrappers. Yeah. They surprise you a couple times a year. You're like, whoa, what are you doing? See, here's the thing. I don't think they'll lose into both Kentucky and Florida. Well, they're going to lose Kentucky. Yeah, so they're beating the hell out of Florida. No. I, I, I don't see them losing both of those games. If they if they lose to Kentucky, they're beating Florida. I think they're, they'll be motivated to beat Florida. I don't like the way you're talking right now. When do we do UCF? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same week we do Michigan. Oh, we're probably right, right next to each other in the 40s. Okay, I feel better now. Okay, cool. So um, then, it's, then it's Mississippi, and then they have a bye week, and then after the bye week, it's out at Alabama. Well, we know. Yeah, we know. So, and then, then, then from there, they're going to win the last week game. So that's Arkansas, Louisiana, Monroe, because you got to have the tune up the next to last week of the season. That's the SEC. You're just, brought, you're just throwing Jimbo out like that? Yes. Yeah. All right, Jimbo. I don't know. I think, I think, I think that that. Tongue tied here. I think the LSU um, Texas A and M game. I think that's going to be closer. What we probably think. Adam says it's no. Be, huh? Adam says no. I think A and M gets the SEC privilege every year. Tell me, tell me what they have done at all since they've been in the SEC. They just got here though. They haven't been a decade yet. Okay, but what have they done? They just got their waders on. They're just they're testing the waters. I don't what? know. I'm trying to cover up for them. They're not that great. They shouldn't have been here. Texas should have been here instead of them in the first place. Well, right. g- give it time. Give it two years. <laughs> <laughs> the SEC is going to turn into this monster. I mean, it's a bigger monster. Sorry. Yeah, well, in, in all seriousness, by 2025, there's probably going to be maybe four conferences, four major conferences left. But and Voltron. Yeah. And it's going to be the SEC with the way it is now, plus Texas and Oklahoma. Clemson and Florida State, and then the Big Ten, the way that it is now with USC and Oregon. Hmm. 
I could see the SEC going, why do we need NCAA again? Hey, hey, hey. Realistic, realistically, with the they name don't. and image and likeness, they don't need they the don't. NCAA at all. Don't need exactly. them at all. Not at all. Don't need them all. And I don't care if they have them or not. That's what I mean. I, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, That's, think about it. The the NCAA is gonna gonna put a player on probation, suspend him a game if they has too much cream cheese on his bagel. But the same player can go to a hockey team and be uh, represented for a hockey team and get paid for that. Now, screw that. The NCAA is done. Explain it to me like I'm stupid. How is that not in indentured servitude? Um, You're kind of signing on for a period. We'll kind of take care of you, house you, and close you till that period's over, and then you're a free man. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm just <laughs> like I'm just saying. Like it was, yeah. it, everybody gets mad when you compare people to hit Hitler and you say things are slave-like. But well, yeah. see, that's that's the thing. There, there was a difference between slavery and indentured servitude. Yes. Yeah. Like they eventually had their freedom. Yes, I think it was like seven years. I think yeah. they had to work for seven years, and then they would they would get like a plot of land or something plot of land something like that yeah and i don't i don't know if you're restricted to the farm either no it was just you had to work and it was it was was essentially your punishment for doing something stupid Mm -hmm. (laughs) god you walked to the wrong farm yeah so even back then the rich people had had all of the control it's just the way things were it's the way things are so dorian i'm gonna let you speak to number 12 how about we keep track how about we keep track of when the broke people in control it'd be much easier never there you go See, yep. see how quick Done. that was? You had to think about it. Palm salt. Done. So my so Dorian, my name is starting with Alabama. Garbage. Yeah. That's um you or lowercase n. That's what I want to know. Because I always do the upside down. You, I'm like, no, it's just lowercase n. You guys got it. <laughs> it, Yeah, that's um unless Nick Saban decides to not show up the coach. That would uh, help um, you. Yeah, that's it won't help. No, it won't, won't help unless you know the players don't show up either. Yeah. If you, if you nuke the stadium, you don't have to play the game. <laughs> ah, you're under something. No. Nah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, we, yeah, I definitely don't see us winning uh, that first one. Um, Appalachian. Or the second State. one. Oh. <laughs> they should. Hopefully, they should win that one. Well, it depends uh, on how badly Alabama beats them, whether they can beat App State or not. I know. It, do you get a numerical beating and also a physical beating the first week? Like, how is this going to work? That's normally how it works when you play Alabama. <laughs> I do right. Um, I mean, well, at least the smart thing that they did was schedule Alabama first game of the season, so at least they have they, a chance. At least try yeah, to get the undefeated play. season out of the way quickly. Hey, <laughs> I I worked with a guy once. I did some work for a guy once who was telling me he went to a small school up north, and I can't remember what the name of it is. But um, he always he always knew when they played Syracuse because there'd be guys on campus with crutches. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, he's dead serious. He's like, he was like, I, I played in a smaller school. I, I was at a smaller school. Our, our, t- our team wasn't that big, and every year Syracuse played them. And every year, guys would be on crutches for two weeks after. Yeah. Well, it was a legitimate thing back when Harbaugh coached at San Francisco that whenever teams would play San Francisco and or Seattle, the next week they would lose because they would it, get so beat it up. Hurts. It yeah. Hurts. So and and getting back to Miami, it's legitimate they could start the season one and two. Yeah. Oh, without a question. Um, that Michigan State game. Sparty's no slouch. Yeah. Right. Right. That's a that's a a tricky game there. Uh, Central the, Connecticut might be a win. Oh, damn. damn. If they don't beat Central Connecticut, Damn. they shouldn't even be in the ACC. I know a lot of guys that are Hurricane fans that would not be happy with the way you're handling this disrespect. <laughs> well, I'll, t- I'll tell you what right now. If they don't beat Central Connecticut and they're kicked out of the ACC, the ACC might go, okay, that's fine. Hey, Ohio State, come on. <laughs> yeah, so. Um, what? How is that? That's a lateral move. That's it's, not an upgrade. You think it, you, you're saying that Miami's on the same level as Ohio State? Yeah, I hate both. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Oh, um, you're asking me to be like objective like, and analytical. Yes. Yeah, no, I hate both of them. <laughs> <laughs> Don't feel like it. <laughs> Yeah. Save that for ESPN. They could do that shit. Um, so, but but after that, I mean, they'll probably beat Virginia. Well, Dorian, I'll let you handle it. Yeah, yeah, they, they should beat Virginia. North Carolina is one of those eh, games. Uh, the rest of the schedule is eh, Dorian. Well, because the rest of the schedule is conference. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no, the I, the rest of the schedule, Miami should win out. I mean, they should cream Florida State. Uh, they so, should beat Georgia Tech. It, huh. What we're saying, what we're saying is, they're going to be two and two in non-conference, and then they're going to go eight zero in conference. But what does that say to the strength of the ACC? I see that. I mean, I'm uh, worried about what it says about Dorian. That's <laughs> <laughs> <Excuse> okay. <me. laughs> <laughs> um, I mean. What, what, possibly two losses? Definitely one with Bama. Um, Michigan State, well, right now, for what I see, Michigan State and North Carolina probably the only two that I'm kind of like, you know. Duke's going to beat y'all's ass. No, no, well, it, it, it is at Duke, so maybe. I mean, every time they play Duke, <laughs> my, Miami always seems to get the benefit of the calls because he was down on the kickoff. <laughs> <laughs> Look, win is a win. But, yeah, so, so I say about what? Yeah, I tell say, out the Trump supporters. You know, that's the same logic as 20 bucks is 20 bucks. Right? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I won't admit what I've done for a Klondike bar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's only $3, Adam. <laughs> hey, sometimes you're just desperate. <laughs> as long as you don't have to pick anything out of your teeth afterwards. <laughs> <sighs> we're only halfway through the show we've lost Dorian already uh, <laughs> yeah, <I was> doing... <laughs> testing his respiratory I literally I am yeah. <laughs> I'd be like alright dude don't go overboard don't go overboard it's your first time back it's tough for you to pass out on the show <laughs> I, I would we need phone numbers of people to call <laughs> when I'm done laughing I gotta call somebody down to check on you <laughs> As long as Eamon said he, you know, he'll laugh first, and then because you know that's yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I gotta laugh to find out if you're okay or not. If you don't laugh back, I gotta call someone. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, speaking of comedies, there's Notre Dame. Yes, uh, yes, real football, Jesus. <laughs> Selfish keeps all the money to itself. Thinks it's above everybody around it. Selfish, yeah. public and Jesus. So. Wow. So they start with Florida State. <laughs> <laughs> so they start with Florida State. That, yeah, that okay. So that's a win. Toledo's a win. Three and oh until they go to Wisconsin. Wisconsin's a loss. Cincinnati's those, probably a loss. I hope those huge offensive linemen of Wisconsin just give them the business. Just eat them. Just run give over them top business. of business. Yeah. Because I don't care. I don't have to look at the roster. I know that there's three guys on the Wisconsin offensive line. They're about six four. They're about three thirty. They're all mobile and they hate everybody. Yeah, they look like Maui from Moana. <laughs> yeah, it, honestly, yeah. they look like they come out of a printer. <laughs> the copy. Yeah, yeah, that Cincinnati game. Uh, that that's not going to be a pushover. No, like Pickles got that team. Yeah. smoking. Yeah. Insert insert giant white dude with twinkle toes here. That's what they do every time. They got this big guy that can move his feet. And they got five of them, probably seven of them every year. Yeah. Um, Virginia Tech, I, I think that uh, that's going to be a close game. Yeah. And with the Virginia Tech game, I know this is going to sound stupid, but it's all about when that game is. Not day, but what time of day. Because if they're going into Lane Stadium at night with interesting man playing, 
Notre Dame doesn't stand a chance. If it's at noon, Notre Dame's winning. Yeah. I had an interesting, interesting thing about Notre Dame the other day. I say everybody gives Notre Dame crap and Brian Kelly crap, but he keeps pumping out like NFL caliber players. So there's that. There is that. He, he, he pumps out some serious players. I mean, he, he recruits a lot better than most recent Notre Dame coaches oh, have. I, Absolutely. That's why I think if he gets fired anytime in the near future, it's a huge mistake because he's pulling people there that hadn't been there till Charlie Weiss's first couple of years. Yeah. Right. And then they realized how bad of a coach Weiss was. <laughs> coach, why is the buffet empty? Hey, look, I'm a, man, I'm going to tell you one thing right now. If I hear somebody say, pick it up, run, and I turn around and he looks like that, <laughs> mm, mm. I don't have it in me. I don't have it in me to not say something. So, anyways, the USC game is probably a loss. North Carolina is probably a loss. Um, Stanford's probably a loss. We're going to lose the Navy. Navy's no joke. Yeah. They're scrappy, man. You got, scrappy's dangerous. I, I actually watched the Navy game last year where they came back from like 24 points down. And yeah. we're talking about Navy here, the team that throws the ball maybe five times a game. See, I think I'm a little bitter today because I I'm keep talking about things I want to happen and not what might happen. Yeah, we're here for your analysis, not for your hopefulness. That's all I got. Yeah, well, yeah. See, you guys you guys are more realists. None of your teams provide any hope. <laughs> I'm just going to write my season off the week two when we lose to Washington. Lions fans. <laughs> Garbage. <laughs> So we'll go to North Carolina, the team of Mitchell Trubisky. Oh, Mitchell came out today and said he's happy to be somewhere where he's wanted and that cares about his progression. I was like, oh, shots fired. (laughs) I mean, you knew who you were drafted by. They didn't care about any quarterback ever. The one quarterback they did care about didn't care about a damn thing around him. I still like the meme that, you know, Josh Allen was a 94 in Madden, and then they drafted Trubisky and went, "Uh, well, if he's going to toot him, uh, make him an 88. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Poor guy. So anyways, so so North Carolina, they start start at Virginia Tech on a Friday night. I go back to what I said, Virginia Tech at night is Sketchy. it's tough. Yeah. Um, but then then it goes roll off wins. They got Georgia State, Georgia State, Virginia, Virginia Tech, Duke, Florida State, Miami. They're run the table in October. And then Notre, Notre, Notre Lame, Notre Lame, Cake Forest, Pittsburgh, Walford, and North Carolina State. Walford. Yeah, they're they're taking the SEC schedule. You you schedule your cupcake the next to last week of the season, right before your rivalry game. Yeah, because <laughs> you're tired and you've actually played real football all year and this shit hurts i completely understand it i hate when people do that don't talk about the sec like that they actually play real football they need to break it in here before they play more real football and well if you consider playing in texas a&m real football hey texas a&m beat a lot of teams in a lot of conferences yeah well i bet you texas a&m slide right to the big ten and run the train on you i'd like to find out <laughs> that might be the straw that breaks harbaugh's back no that's going to be the the fifth or sixth loss to ohio state this year <laughs> he's a legacy though <laughs> It doesn't matter. You can't beat Ohio State. You're gone. I mean, just ask John Cooper. He couldn't beat Michigan. They left. Disgraced. Yep. Done. So, and I, I think he was a Woody Hayes disciple too. And they were like, nope, you can't beat Michigan. Get out. So, North, uh, North Carolina, I think, will probably be 10 and 2 this year. Mm. Anyone disagree with that? Schedule. Uh, here's the thing there's a lot of these marginal games that they could lose. Yeah. Florida State yeah. has the athletes on the field to beat North Carolina. Miami has a ton of athletes on the field to beat North Carolina. But what's behind the athletes? This is what we need to know. What the yeah. coaching, what's what's going on with the coaching here? So I don't know. There's there's unknowns at those two schools. So I'm just going to say I can't give them the 10 wins. Well, and, and here's the question about Miami. Did the players get bonuses for winning this year? Is Uncle Luke going to give them bonuses for, for beating Florida State? I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's Miami. They might get paid in cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> 
You know what I was thinking? You know that building that Warren Sapp was on cocaine? Um, I will never <laughs> accuse he lives in a pop car. I'm not accusing him of shit. <laughs> um yeah. no, but you see you know that building that fell down? Yeah, killed all killed all those people. Terrible. Yeah. That was built around the time all that cocaine money was running through South Florida. You can't tell me there wasn't some shady contracts in some of those buildings. Oh yeah. Just the thought. Mm-hmm. I haven't really vocalized that with anybody. I figure I'd vocalize that with you guys. Hey, whenever we say stuff on this podcast, normally it kind of gets into the ether a couple of days later. So you, n- you never know. I'm yeah. telling you the JaVale McGee thing is creepy. I was surprised my I surprised myself when I thought that. I was like, yeah, why not Javel McGee? And then two days later you're falling out of your later, chair. I'm like, what the hell yeah. is going on here? I'm gonna start leaving my phone outside the room when we do the show. <laughs> <laughs> spying on you see no i would say it's it's the vaccine but you hit you hadn't had the vaccine yet there's a vaccine my computer would be stuck to my arm isn't it <laughs> no it's spoon stuck to your forehead i didn't really notice anything i was a little worried about the second shot because i don't like being sick i'm not a sick person yeah. i just i'll lay in one spot till it goes away so i wasn't too excited about it that's why i made sure i got my shot on the weekend so i wouldn't have to work sick i didn't really have anything though that's Cool. Except for I forgot to move my arm after the second shot. I sat down Ooh. and watched a movie and then started messing with my phone and I went to pick my arm up and I was like, oh no. Oh, <laughs> I, started, I, I kept moving it for the rest of the night. Yeah, yeah. So the, the last thing we're going to cover the, uh, this week is number 15, Wisconsin. <laughs> and again, Tell- you're we're talking like massive Maui sized offensive linemen, just pushing people around linemen, period, both sides of the ball, just big humans who move people. So that being said, they're in every game. It yeah. seems like, uh, I think Penn state's a win. Eastern Michigan's a win. We already said Notre Dame's a win. Yep. Michigan's you know, a win. Michigan's a win. That's four and oh to start. And then they go Illinois army and Purdue. That's another three. Yeah. What are we saying here, guys? We're saying that there's a really good chance that Wisconsin could go undefeated this year. Wow. Because after that, it doesn't get any better. No. But how no. much is it? Their strength of <laughs> schedule has to affect them. They have a very poor strength of schedule. Well, and that's the thing. That's why they have Notre Dame without a conference because they needed somebody. One, one buddy. This is yeah. what we do. We somebody needs to tell Florida this that all we have to do is schedule one person and then we can be considered for the for the playoff. Well, let's look at Florida's schedule for a second. Let's look at their out of conference schedule: Florida, Atlantic, South Florida, and Florida State. No, 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 no! Don't give me that out of conference shit. Look at the rest of the schedule. Again, you can't. They now, can't let, control. They don't control who's in their conference. They well, should. Well, maybe Wisconsin. Every, does texas and oklahoma are trying to <laughs> if you no, it's getting to the point now the way these are lining up if you want to play with the big boys if you want to be considered you might have to come you might have to move down south you might have to start mm. playing with us well at, at some point geograph- geography doesn't matter at, at just some point oh, it no. just doesn't matter anymore. no it's going to be this is good about to be a caste system yeah yeah geography be damned i mean if the southeastern conference can take texas texas is not southeast i mean that's that's like singing south florida's in tampa you know geography weren't doesn't they matter originally anymore. in the southeast conference they were in the southwest conference southwest conference okay well there, there was a reason why the the michigan fight song is the the leaders of the west because the west was basically michigan and ohio state <laughs> no and, and i'm dead serious it, it the west just didn't exist back in the 1900s so that's the way it was well shit Pac-12 still doesn't exist. Yeah, pretty much. Well, that's why the Pac-12 teams are the back end of the top 25, not now. And that's just filler yeah. until we until we sort out who's really 20 through 15. Yeah, something like that. But yeah, I mean, I, and realistically, I'm looking at Wisconsin's schedule. That yes, there is a good chance that they can go undefeated. There's also a good chance they can lose to Illinois and or Iowa. If they go undefeated, do they deserve to be in the same conversation as the two-loss SEC team? 
If they go undefeated and win the Big Ten title over Ohio State, then yes. Bullshit. Oh. Why? Why? You're, you're telling me a two-loss Florida team is better than an undefeated Wisconsin team that, that would have beaten Ohio State in this mythical conversation? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. With confidence. With my chest out. Hell yes. No. They've been tested. Yeah, and They've tested and tested. lost. And failed <laughs> twice. Yeah. <laughs> against grown men. Still failed. Against grown men. Still lost. Yeah. Sorry, we don't play in the middle school division. Still lost. A loss is a loss. Just as Trump supporters. Loss is a loss. Whatever, UCF. Hey, if they go if if they lose, they don't deserve to be there either. Stadium vibrates. (laughs) Just call it the vibrator. No. You say <laughs> I wish I wish your stadium just vibrated. Your stadium jumps. It's fun. <laughs> have you been in there? I have. Did you go up to the top? Yes, I did, because I can't afford lower bowl tickets. Did those idiots start jumping? <laughs> yes, they did. You're stupid. <laughs> hey, I I'd have never done that. Screw I didn't that. have kids at the time. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I just remember seeing that shot across the field. I'll never forget it. A shot across the field from can- uh, ESPN's long camera and the bleachers just, just waving. I'm like, no, no. Those things are creating a breeze. It's science. Get out of here. Yeah. I can just see the engineer going, yeah, it should work. Yeah, oh, well, maybe. Be like, damn it. I measured it from European weight, not American weight. We're all screwed. Team we use a metric apart. system. <laughs> oh, no, I meant average body weight. <laughs> 140 as opposed to 210. Yeah. <laughs> so that, that that wraps up our, our football preview for the week. Um, so I think you know next week we'll get into a couple more divisions of the NFL and we'll do six through ten for college. So Dorian, do you want to tell people where you've been the past two weeks? Good thing. Um past two weeks I have been riddled with COVID-19. Um it uh how can I put it? It was scary as shit. Um I there were times where I didn't know I was coming and going. Um uh, all this all the sweats and chills, um, what you name it, I had it. Um the good the, the good news out of it was that during the time I never lost my oxygen. And that was the real big thing that my doctor was concerned about. I was like, hey, 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 if you start losing your oxygen, you better go to the hospital. So I didn't lose any of my um oxygen. Um but as far as everything else, as far as the, you know, the sweats, the chills, the freaking um, you know, loss of appetite, not being able to sleep, uh, body ache, you name it, that shit is real, man. Um oh, let me ask you a question. Yeah. Would you have going back with the knowledge you have now, would you have been vaccinated? Or, yeah, would, well, or would you still have would you still have been kind of thinking about it? Well, uh, well, the the reason why I didn't get vaccinated in the first place because me and my doctor, we were talking about because I have I have high blood pressure, right? So mm-hmm. we were we were thinking we were doing research on seeing which one would be good for blood pressure, and and they were mixed, um, like uh, questions, not questions, but 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 they were mixed answers that I was getting from you know if you have high, if you have high blood pressure, if you should get Pfizer or the other one, which is Moderna. Moderna? Yeah, yeah, Moderna. So <laughs> so, so that's just, why I just gambled. <laughs> yeah, I just did some research. I was like, it should be okay. Yeah, so 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 that's why I waited as long as I did. Um, I everyone that I talked to, I encourage them. I'm like, yo, like get get the vaccine if you can. Um, you know, but but what's crazy is that you have people who have COVID or who had COVID and they're still refusing to get vaccinated. Let's see, and here's my thing is. If you have a legitimate reason to be vaccine, has whether you and your doctor have come up with a plan, hey, look, we need we need to do some research on your 
specific story or you're very hesitant because you you want the FDA to have full approval. I don't agree with it, but I can understand it. And there's there's some lines there. I get that. If you think that the government's going to control you with with a 5G chip in you because they're going to get (laughs) your vaccine, then you know what? I'll just spray you with COVID and you can fucking deal with it. If you boil us down, we're worth like 35 cents. So why would they spend any kind of money to track me sitting here talking to you guys? Yeah. Why, why would, why would the government spend money to try to track people when they track you with your goddamn phone in your hand all day? And then I told that day. And what do they have to gain by killing 70% of their tax? Yeah, exactly. Like that. I kept like what I do when things don't make sense. I try to follow the money. It makes no sense to rush out a vaccine that could potentially kill a chunk of the people that pay your bills. Make any sense. Right. Exactly. And, um, and, and also too, is it's just, like the amount of individuals who like like for example like like there are certain individuals i knew and you know when they found out that i was down with covid it was like they were like hey you know sorry happened to you are, are you still getting a vaccination and i'm like dude like i named you all the shit that i went through like you you would be crazy not to get the vaccination now now johnson and johnson my doctor told me himself he said hey don't go that route don't do johnson and johnson uh but 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 it's just amazing how so many people blood, blood and, and again, my family that, don't go together that's the yeah. thing if your doctor if a qualified medical professional has right. a specific individualized plan for you that's right. different right and and also too um you, uh, um i Definitely want to give a shout out to my doctor because I was I was talking to him about every uh, every every other day. He was telling me what to do. Um, vitamin D and zinc, guys. I didn't realize how important you know vitamin and vitamin D and zinc is until my doctor was like, "Hey, you know what? To 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 get to a a smooth recovery, you're gonna have to take these every day." I mean, I took vitamins. I take vitamins, but it was just, you know, the actual uh, being able to take zinc, take vitamin D on top of, you know, taking different like herbal supplements and things of that nature. But my doctor, um, um, he was a trooper. And I encourage anyone who's on the fence of getting the vaccine and whatnot, talk to your doctor. You know, you guys talk about your your health and, and be able to have that conversation to see which vaccine will be best for you and your body. But for individuals out there who are who are still, you know, on the fence on 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 getting the vaccine because of some conspiracy theories, guys, please consult your doctor is very important um i don't know how many how many people i I could tell this but if you guys are just on the fence or not trying to get the vaccine because of what you heard do your research like ak says it's very important because this shit is no joke at all they were nice to wear fellas i thought i was gonna literally die i was like dry heaving nothing's coming out like it's it's the craziest shit i've ever been through in my life and i'll tell anyone like you know if you can get this uh vaccination please go do it me i i i actually have to wait a couple of months because they they because they, they want to make sure that um everything is out of the system and then when i do get my vaccinations you know you, you know i may have some symptoms and whatnot so my doctor says that i have, I have to wait until november to get my shot but you best believe that i'll be the first one in line to get my vaccination because this shit is no joke guys yeah i know i actually we're actually going through our COVID scare now um oh. so yeah ironically my wife has been coughing for 
couple weeks now and thought it was allergies. Didn't really hit. wasn't really feeling bad. She was kind of coughing. And then over the weekend, she was like, this shit sucks. Can't catch her breath. You know, I can, she can move around, but she just felt like ass. Mm. So finally went to central care. Okay. And so, and, and here is part of the problem that's going on nowadays. Walked into central care right when they opened. They said that there's a three and a half hour wait to see anybody. She went, what? I just walked in the door. She's like, they're like, I know we're already booked. Put your name down and figure it out. So she's like, I'll put my name down and I'll call around, see what other places. Every other place was a three and a half to four hour wait just to be seen. Mm-hmm. So she she gets in, finally gets in, and is actually diagnosed with bronchitis, which is fine. You know, <laughs> bronchitis happens all the time. And it's pretty much what we thought it was. Um, but they asked her, do you want to do a COVID test? And she was like, sure, why not? I'm here. Found out today that she's COVID positive, and which obviously means that I'm COVID positive. Looking back, we probably have already gone through the symptoms nowhere near what you went through. So there was a point last week that it was after the after the podcast. Um, I woke up early the next day because I knew I was going to have a rough Wednesday to get the editing on BJ. That's kind of like I was joking with Mike. Hey, <clears throat> you know, I'm done with done with the editing at 930. Mike was like, what the hell happened? Because I didn't sleep. So didn't sleep that night. Didn't really sleep well the, the following night. Didn't really think much of it. And then it was Thursday and I just felt horrible. Now, the thing with being a diabetic is if you most of the time, if you're sick, you can tell pretty quickly because your sugar will be jacked up. My sugar was fine. Felt like I had a fever, checked my temperature four different times, didn't have anything. I finally said, okay, you know what? I can't I can't take this anymore. I just I need to take something. Popped a couple of Advil and an hour later, I was just coked in sweat. Like I had broken a fever. I did this for about three days. Did this Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. And then by Sunday, I was completely fine. And looking back on it, that was probably the symptoms I had had. Now, is that a, is that scary? Nowhere near as scary as what you went through, Dorian. But it's something like, okay, this, this could have been a lot worse. Now, granted, I'm on a regimen of vitamin D because I'm a diabetic. And that probably really helped. I'm, I'm on um, 5,000 milligrams of vitamin D twice a, twice a week. And so that I think that's kind of what helped us get through it. Yeah, but it, this shit is no, no joke. Not at all. And, and the thing about it is... And, and that's why, you know, and when I was talking to my doctor, that's one of the things I thought about AK. He was like, he was like, if you would have had your vaccinations, he said, instead of it taking almost two weeks, you would have had what, three days, maybe, yeah. you know? So, and that's why, you know, I was uh, telling to some other individuals who who, I know, who are on the fence, who haven't gotten COVID yet. I said, guys, like, if you're able right now to get the vaccine, get it, because what's going to happen is, like, the, the vaccine helps for, let's say, because at first you have some individuals who are thinking, oh, well, I'm fully vaccinated, so I can't get COVID. No, you still can get COVID, just a matter of the length of COVID and 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 the length of what the symptoms are. I've, I've, I've spoken to individuals who, who are fully vaccinated and they caught uh, COVID as well. And they went through their symptoms like UAK, like three days and they were good compared to someone like me who didn't get their uh, vaccination. And it's been like, what, two weeks. And, and, and even now, um, even though I've taken my uh, COVID test and it came back negative, there's still some symptoms still lingering around that, that we're still trying to get out of the body. But is but compared to if I would have just at, at the time, if I if me and my doctor would have been able to make uh, a sudden decision, if I was able to get vaccinated then then it wouldn't be uh as bad but this shit is like no joke and i encourage everyone if you're on the fence thinking about it take it from someone who had it without the vaccination this shit i wouldn't wish this upon my enemy 
That's how bad. Like, I wouldn't disappoint anybody. And the problem is, the longer that we go without herd immunity, without eradicating this, the more chances this thing has to mutate, Mm -hmm. more chances this thing has to to change in some way, shape, or form. You're you're speaking Chinese because the people that don't believe in evolution, they don't think, they probably don't even know how mutation works. And I don't even know how mutation works, but I get it. It's the virus attempting to stay alive and be able to use its host. So it's going to do whatever it can to maintain that relationship. Honestly, at this point, if it wasn't for the fact that kids can't be vaccinated, if, if these people that, that cannot understand science, how it works, if they want to go and, and think that they're going to get vaccinated and the spoon's going to stick to their chest or Bill Gates is going to mind control them to be Jeffrey Epstein, <laughs> if, if it was just them, fine, go right. be yourself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Go, no, go die to own the lips. I don't care. But when you put my children at risk, I you mean. coming after me. Well, see, that's the thing is like uh, I was talking on one of our uh, classmates Facebook pages today. Another one of our classmates, actually in Dorian's class, I think, made the comment that what DeSantis is doing is absolutely reasonable um, to threaten to not pay the teachers if they don't wear their masks. And um, he says it's absolutely reasonable. Nobody's being denied the ability to wear a mask. No one should be forcing anyone to wear a mask. There are virtual alternatives if you don't want your student to school. So yes, keep your maskless little fucker at home. Right. Yeah, yeah no, exactly. See, they don't see it their way, though, because it's only about what affects them. Well, that that within itself is the entire MAGA philosophy. The entire thing comes down to shelfishness, and it's all about me. Anything that they talk about can be boiled down to me, and that's it. Yeah. Anything that I do is good for me, but if you do the same thing, well, that's wrong. Yeah. I mean, that, well, that's that's why we're talking. They're talking about, well, it's because there's immigrants coming across the border. It's all the immigrants. First of all, apprehensions at the border are up by like 150 percent from this time last year. So I don't want to hear, fucking hear about that. Second of all, they're not bussing people to different states look, that just happen to not have look, mitigations in place. I just I went through this. I've made a whole post the other day trying to explain this to people i know it went on deaf ears i don't give a shit um but as of a week ago we were above india by four point something million cases there are almost there's 993 million more indian citizens than there are united states citizens however the united states land mass is almost 200 times the size of india's land mass so there's more people over there by a billion in a smaller land mass and they still have less cases than us and then one of the one of the anti-maskers I worked with was like, uh, he said, uh, oh, but how many of those Indian cases go unreported? I said, how many of your knuckle-dragging friends aren't reporting their cases because they don't want anybody to find out they got COVID? Right. Or how, how many, I said, how many of your friends are also not going to, or I've, I've, I've read stories on a lot of people wearing disguises to get vaccinated because they didn't want their neighbors to see. Well, and see, here's the really stupid part. They're, they're spending hundreds of dollars on fake vaccination cards, on fake ID cards, which by the way, they're the ones that, that say fake IDs are wrong when you cross the border, but they're spending money, hundreds of dollars on fake vaccination cards when you can go to CVS, get one for free if you just get the goddamn shot. The whole thing is like, there's this mindset of the survival of the fittest mentality, which well, I think I think a lot of people don't understand that if that had been the way when they were younger, they'd have been left behind. Yeah, and see, and what really, really bothers me and again, it's not just the fear of my kids having COVID and during, like you said, lingering symptoms. We don't know how long it stays in your body and what it does. But also, what happens if my four-year-old decides he wants to be like super cute and jump off the roof? Or my wife, heaven forbid, gets in a car accident and needs to go to the ER. There are no beds. Right. Well, I mean, right. it, it's not just, hey, there's no COVID beds. There's no beds. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so if there, if you have an emergency, if you have a heart attack or stroke or 
diabetic coma, for example, there's no, nowhere for you to go. You can't get right. treatment. Yeah, exactly. And that's and that's one of the other reasons why, you know, I did everything I could when I was at home, followed the doctor's instructions, be, uh, because one of the things that he, he and I talked about, he was like, he said, he said, unless you have an issue breathing, he says, it's going to be hard for you to even go into the emergency room because there are no beds. They were even turning away people and sending them to Orlando and sending them to Volusia County because they couldn't take any more patients in, in Seminole County. Yeah. Mm. One, one of my neighbors, I was talking to him um, last weekend, and they said that her brother is diagnosed with COVID-induced pneumonia. Mm. They was diagnosed at a center of care. They said, you need to go to the hospital. Walked into the hospital, had his referral. Hospital said, good luck, go away because there's no beds. And this was in Claremont. If you're oh. a doctor, you got to be pretty frustrated. Yeah. yeah. I just, I mean, because now you're putting my life in danger too. Yep. Yeah. Unless, of course, you're the doctor that thinks that COVID is just demon spawn or demon sperm, whatever. You mean like the 10 of the 10 of them they paid to get online and get on TV and say this shit? Yep. Yeah. Fucking scuzz bags. Yep. Oh. Hey, anybody will do anything for money. This isn't Sparta. No. I don't know if anybody's free. We don't kick babies off cliffs around here. But apparently we, we do cheer for our um, U.S. national teams to lose. Oh, wait, that's just because people are narcissistic and don't give a shit. Hmm. I mean, how, how patriotic do you have to be to be happy that your that your country's team lost? I'm mm-hmm. sure you guys saw that where. Um, the the orange buffoon was was happy that the women's uh, soccer team lost in the Olympics. Yeah, that and, and this is the awesome thing too. It's like you should question anybody who would be happy that the country that they want represented is happy that they're any team that 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 loses and you gloat about it. That like I I can't fathom that other individuals don't see anything wrong with it. I mean, I mean, it's it just because I'm like, because I was reading and then that's when um, the comments under ESPN is crazy, you know, by the way. But it was just a matter of like, like they were justifying this guy like like rooting against the united states and me i'm and me i love this country i mean it's some fucked up things about it but i love this country and even though i may not agree with a lot of things with this country like when i see that flag when i see the red white and blue like regardless of what it's a it's america first always yeah, yeah dorian I, I i always have it with say people this so you're married, right? Well, you love your wife. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Do you disagree with her? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Do you guys have arguments, sometimes heated? Mm-hmm. You still love her. Mm-hmm. That's the way I am with this country. I, I don't agree with with a lot of stuff that we do. I think it's I think it can be better. That's why I argue with it. That's yeah. why I complain because I think we can be better. Absolutely. And oh, you guys are cute. I think whoever birthed <laughs> this country should have swallowed. Hey, but didn't it's, you read the 1776 report? It's all perfect. It all sort of yeah. perfectly. Yeah. <laughs> I would love to see what happens if we just let the Indians keep the country. Yeah, just, you know what? Fuck it. <laughs> we don't deserve it. Wow. But that's the thing. Like, I, we, we talked about the Olympics before they before they were going to get started. And one of our listeners actually asked, do, do we think there's going to be protest and controversy? And we said, yeah, because A, there always is, and B, especially now. But I never thought it'd be this kind of controversy, you know, and it's, it's people that need to insert themselves into every conversation, because if it's not about them, they don't know what to do. But again, again, it goes back to the entire philosophy is selfishness. Yeah, that's, yep. that's all it is. Well, and it's so bad that it's, it's beginning to be um, subconscious. Like it's just yeah. part of these people now. It just comes out of them. And then you, you point out that they're being selfish and then, you know, they're not wired to take losses. So when you point out that they're being selfish, you, you just become wrong. 
Yeah. yeah. Well, and, and my favorite is when they say, well, well, that's communism or that's socialism or, you know, okay, define how. What? I just know some of these memes going around about like, yeah, I'm going to ignore the doctors and listen to the guy that barely passed seventh grade science. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not going to lie. I waited. I waited longer than I should have to get vaccinated. You know, uh, thankfully, my mom and dad went and got vaccinated back in April when they were first able to. Mm-hmm. Um, I held out because they were vaccinated and I was other people i was just like man i'll just wait and see how it plays out everybody seemed to be fine after they got the vaccination so i was like all right well i'll get it so i went and got it and then to hear about you guys it was just like dang yeah yeah i'm not gonna lie is i actually had the the permission to jump the line back in february because i'm a diabetic it's it's a pre-existing condition they said that once all the frontline workers got it, then, you, you know, you, regardless of age, you can, you can get it, just get a doctor's note. And I went, no, because I work from home. My wife does curbside. We don't really go out that much. I can wait. I don't need to jump the line. When it became open for everybody, my age group I was immediately there because well, again, I have that underlying health condition. Yeah. That's another thing I was waiting for too, is at first they weren't vaccinating our age group. Yeah. Or it wasn't a priority. And so once they opened it up, that's when I waited a couple of weeks and I was like, let's see. And then I realized that I can't be all like hanging my hat on science and then not go with the science. That yeah. doesn't make sense. That's illogical. So I was like, damn it. I talked myself into getting it. And now I'm trying to talk my friends into it. Now that I've had both shots, I got a couple of days after my first shot. You know what I mean? And I've been trying to be like, look, I, I cause there were some people that were anti-shot that I text him and like i let you know i just got my first shot and i text him when i got my second one and i text him a couple days after the second one let him know you know hey i'm feeling pretty good i don't really have any symptoms other than a sore arm so i'm just trying to trying to move it along i know that you can't push information on people that that don't want it it makes them very uncomfortable and less likely to use that information. So I try not to bring up the conversations too much unless it's kind of going that way. Mm-hmm. Well, and then and I'll, I'll latch onto it and be like, hey, you know, have you thought about it? And, and what I've learned is you can't just give information. You have to tailor information to who you're speaking to. It's the whole know your audience thing. I, I, I know what you're saying and I agree with what you're saying. It, sometimes it makes me uncomfortable because sometimes you have to assume somebody's intelligence level. And that, that can, can be, be dangerous. Yes. That can be dangerous. You, you get slapped right in the face of that real quick. Um, yeah. You get caught mansplaining, I guess is what they like to call it nowadays. Yeah. But, you know, that's a tough subject too, though, because like, I don't know what you know. I know what I know. Yeah. And, and I will, I will say this. I, I catch myself a lot of times, like I will ask somebody, Hey, do you, uh, do you know this? Do you understand this before I go into it? Cause you know, cause I say, Hey, cause if you do, I'm not gonna yeah. waste your time. That's what I've been doing. I'm like, hey, yeah. I'm just telling you stuff, you know, I don't need to do yeah, that. Exactly. And it's a way to get around that. And if they say, no, well, tell me more, then you can kind of go into it, but it's, yeah. it's a way to kind of get away from that. I, I'm going to, I'm going to Pre- feel better about preaching myself. information. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Boy, inf- information and help go hand in hand. If people aren't ready for it, don't give it to them. Nope. You will fuck them up. Yep. I think I've only said the F word like four times. I think yeah, that's, that's pretty solid for an hour and a half, hour and 45 minutes. <laughs> I'm proud of myself. I, I, you know, I think I, I really tried tonight. You have. So I tried tonight. I was like, hey, I'm going to give it a shot. How yep. long can I go without saying the F word? It's like my second favorite word behind no. <laughs> <laughs> you put them together. You're really good. <laughs> so we, we got a couple minutes left. Does anybody want to talk about what's been going on in, within the NBA, with NBA free agency? I want to talk about something real quick. Go for if it. If you can avoid NBA free agency, I want to talk Please. about how we as a show and we as individual people as friends 
did not say one thing about Allison Felix. Yeah, that's a problem. I, I'm not sure she's won a ton of gold. Well, no, 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 I, no, no. Well, hold on. Actually, you did when when it first came up. With you, Richards, you mentioned her. You mentioned okay. Allison Felix back back when we first started. So I've learned. That's I've on learned you. More. We didn't we didn't progress, but yes, I've learned more. She fought through a terrible pregnancy that could have severely injured or killed her and the child. She had a C-section for that, which if you don't know, mansplaining, you cut an abdomen muscles and whatnot. Um, she recovered from that. And then on top of that, she forced Nike to change how they deal with pregnant athletes because Nike wanted to cut her salary so much and that she made them guarantee. She was like, yeah, whatever, but made them guarantee that um, if she performs poorly after her pregnancy, they won't punish her. Could you imagine doing that? Having to, you know, if I'm pregnant and I can't run my normal times, I don't want to be financially punished. Like we don't have to have that conversation. Yeah. You know, so she changed the way Nike handles um, female pregnant athletes. And then she goes out there and wins another gold and she got no press coverage. Didn't you like secure the most golds ever for an, for an American track I athlete? She, I feel like she broke, she broke somebody's record. Cause I know she yeah. has more than Carl Lewis and, and, and we, our generation regards Carl Lewis as the goat, him and Michael Johnson. And I, I think she's got more golds than, than they do. But it, that kind of goes back to, different thing is she's got 11 seven gold and three silver okay she's the oldest woman to woman to ever win a track and field gold medal nice but the con- this country and companies just treat men and women differently that's five she's five olympics yeah she's 20 years worth of olympics what sprinter is still functioning after 20 years no at a profession at a high level like well, well I, not, e- not even michael phelps made it that long yeah it just that's nuts now the thing with it, michael phelps go ahead no it just bugged me the coverage the lack of coverage that she got oh how, how about the lack of coverage for the the athlete that was sexually assaulted on the track how about that one do you did you guys even catch this you might have to tell me so there was a a track athlete i forget what country she was from she won the gold and then afterwards she was gender tested oh, wow. because people they make thought, you pull your pants down or something yeah, yeah they take you off to, they take you behind the scenes pull your pants down and check your genitals to, to see if you've got the right genitals for for oh. what yeah oh oh i'm telling you right now i'm taking their hand and putting them in that sweat box well get guess your, <laughs> get some of that cheese guess get what you want to check get guess some what? of that our, cheese our governor approves this now too <laughs> Well, I mean, you, you you elect a piece of shit, you get a circle. Yeah, state-sponsored sexual abuse. If if you're too good for your gender, well, by golly, you can't be the right gender. After Trump called him about his good press briefings he was giving at the beginning of COVID, we could gender test him to see if his balls are still there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like this guy. He's Jordan not a good. He's not a good human being. No. No. And I hate these people that throw his achievement. When has achievement ever been an indicator of a good person? It never well, has been an indicator of a good person. So it just I, means I, you're either you were able to sit in a classroom longer than some people. That's what it means. I, I will say this, that I made the mistake over the weekend of getting onto Reddit and asking a question in the, in the political form. I specifically asked, I know my, my mistake. Yeah. I asked, what has DeSantis done since he has been governor? What, what, has, what has he done to, for people to be proud of as governor? I had a MAGA response back to me well my daughter graduated college because of him so there's that i went yeah oh. it affected her life that one how, thing affected her life so gonna... how how did he being governor cause her to graduate college because wow. he didn't help her get in because she would have gotten in before he was governor did he do the paperwork for her like what happened and when i when i asked him like what happened and he went off with something like well i'm white and i married a black woman for 15 years i'm like i don't care 
how did your daughter graduate college? It's always deflect and go somewhere else yeah. because they can't, they can't, they have no good answers. There are no good answers. No, there are no good answers for their behavior. There are no good answers for their policy. And they just continue, continue down this path. Like they're, they're going to put themselves into a corner where it's either going to be admit you're wrong or like Harry Carey and Harry Carey is coming. Yeah. And it's bad. I mean, it's, it's just bad. And if you can't have an actual conversation with someone, then discourse just completely breaks down. See, that's the thing. I like to get in these conversations online to see if people will turn it personal because then if they turn it personal that's right up my alley it's like oh talk shit hey hey, hey." but i start good i try to Mm -hmm. start socially responsive i try to be you know maybe you can inform somebody today i just wait for it to get personal it will eventually especially when you take take them to the end of the thought process all they can do is fight yeah Mm -hmm. it normally turns personal when you ask them to define what they're mad about oh yes define what part of the policy do you support tax yeah. cuts for amazon because that's where your tax cuts are going to come that's yeah. what you support so yeah i love making them point out parts of the policy point out parts of their argument and um a good friend of my mother's once told me diane if you ever listen to the show she was she was so right and I, it stuck with me for a very long time if you want if you want to change somebody's thought process don't tell them anything just ask them questions. Yep. Yeah. Because when you're giving somebody the information, a lot of people are just going to reject that naturally. But if you let their brain come to it, you're going to get better results. So that's what I try to do. I like to ask questions. Yeah. And, and you can you can get the information across by having them ask the question. And if you can go them to ask the question, then they'll more be more willing to, to listen to your answer. So that there's there's some psychology there too, but ask anybody, any of the megas, define critical race theory, define socialism, define <laughs> communism, def, define any anything that you think. Oh my God, this is evil. Just define it. Tell me what it what it is. Their whole platform is centered around getting the white birth rate back up. Yep, that's the whole platform. They're worried that it's going to be taken over by African Americans and Latinos. Yeah, well, and and they flat out said it last week. Oh, did they? And, yeah, they they fl- they flat out said on one of the talk shows on Fox News that um, the Hispanics were going to replace the white people. Well, the thing is with abortion is people of color don't normally have abortion. That's like a, that's a majority white thing. So that's why they're so against it. Yeah. If it was black and Latina people having abortions, it wouldn't be an issue. Yep. You know, I always find it funny that like a 16 year old girl can't go to an adoption center and say, hey, like I want to adopt somebody. And they'll say, no, you're not responsible enough to, to adopt, which is not wrong. But if a 16 year old is pregnant, they're saying, well, you need to be emotionally responsible for that child that those two don't don't mix so i think yeah Yeah, i just i just brought this up quick website it seems like an information website about abortion got stats here real quick the stats i'm talking about 38.7 of the abortions are by the white community 27.6 by the black community 24.8 by latino communities and then 5.5 by the asian community so white people have abortions at almost 11 percent higher clip than the rest of the population yep there you go the whole shebang right there and how many of those abortions are, hey, you know, the, the girl just couldn't, you know, it, it's an unwanted pregnancy. And how much, of the, how many of those are rape? Yep. How many of those are incest? Well, I'm just talking about what they're trying yeah. to do. I'm just yeah. trying, they're trying to stabilize population numbers for the white community before, quote, gets too late is what they're trying to do. Because the pro- we've talked about this before on the show, I believe a few weeks ago, where um, the problem is, is what the real problem is with the birth rate among white Americans is the lack of jobs, the lack of a quality life, things like that. The problem is if you fix that, then you've then fixed it for the black community and the Hispanic community, which is only going to flourish even more, which terrifies them even more. So no health care, 
no education, no good paying jobs. Screw all of you. Well, see, and I noticed something interesting. Okay. So the unemployment rate now is about what it was right before COVID, maybe six months before COVID hit, because it's 5.4% now. Yet everyone's still talking about a labor shortage. Why is that? I don't see a labor shortage. There's not too many hiring. The only hiring signs are fast food. There's your problem. Yeah. And that's because the shitty customers, shitty hours, and shitty money. People don't want to do these jobs anymore. Dude. They, I, they don't I get served, paid and they're, I, they're done with them. I waited tables for three years. I, I don't know if I've ever been more stressed out. Thankfully, I did it when I was younger. Yeah. People are ungrateful. The cooks are stressed out because they're dealing with the whole restaurant. Yet you think your five tables are, are the biggest deal. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not. Your five tables don't matter. Believe it or not. They only matter to you and the people sitting at them. Um, so they're stressed out. The management is a buffer between customers, servers, servers, and cooks. And they're always run ragged. Like the whole restaurant is just a shitty, shitty job. Yeah. And they don't get paid shit. Unless you're in the back. If you're prepping, you're safe. Yeah. Best job in the business. Oh, yeah. I I, I, I uh, feel bad for anybody in the restaurant business. Tip your door, dra- door dash drivers, people. Pay them good. They got to go crazy places too. Tip, tip your servers because tip that money you tip them is just what they're going to make. Yeah, and if you can't if you can't afford a tip, then you should be cooking at home that night. Yep. Period. I love people's. Uh, maybe the restaurant should pay them. Well, you don't want to pay those prices either, so shut up and tip. Yeah, maybe the restaurant should pay them. Okay, fine. Then go to the restaurant that there's no tipping and they they pay them, but that money is factored into the cost of your burger. Yeah, and then you're going to get real pissed off when your burger is fifty cents more than it was last week, and that's all the prices. That's all the prices are going to be. And that's what's so frustrating about people. Oh, I don't want to pay that. It's going to be like a 40 cent increase per plate. Like, shut up. Dude, like Chipotle flat out says, like, oh, we're raising the prices of a burrito because we got to pay our, our workers more. How much did you raise them? 30 cents. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> I'll go get a burrito tomorrow. Yeah. I will gladly, I'll, I'll pay another 30 cents for healthcare. Yeah. It doesn't bother me. Like, I don't, well, I don't understand. I would rather put these money into the economy this way and know the money's going to things that are going to help build a stronger country. And that's it. It's not because I need insurance. It's not because I need the education. The country needs the insurance. The country needs the education. And the, the healthcare thing just boggles my mind because I, <laughs> I, I, can, I, I, I cannot fathom people just can't do math. The people that need it need like a whole mouthful of teeth. Yeah. The people that, you know, the, the people that are chanting and raising against us like need a mouthful of teeth, need blood pressure medicine, need your insulin that's 750 bucks a month. Like they need this shit and they vote against it because of communists. Because some asshole in the 60s, 50s, 50s tied socialism to Russia. Yeah. But but here's the deal. Here's the deal with, with the entire healthcare debate. Okay. Pretty much everyone has healthcare within their job. I think that was part of the affordable health care that, <laughs> that you had to have it. So if you have a lower income job, your health care is like 10 to 15% of your gross paycheck. It's taken out before you even get anything. If we had a nationalized health care system, the most that we would be taken out is seven and a half percent. So if we had a nationalized health care system, not only would it be cheaper to go to the doctor, but you're making more money in the long run because you're bringing home more. So the only reason people don't want to do it because they don't understand math. Because we're neck deep in morons. Yes. Neck deep, wading through it. And and it's only going to get worse. That's why you got to not let your kids be stupid, guys. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Both of you. Don't. Work hard. Don't. Hey, friends don't let their friends watch Fox News. Hey, and friends are the biggest problem in both of your children's lives. That's what that's, that's going to be right there. Speak yep. from experience. <laughs> Being cool is only cool for so long. <laughs> Being cool is really cool when you're in high school. When you're in high school. <laughs> Oh, nobody cares how much you can drink. I promise. Like, 
<laughs> Nobody cares. Nobody, Nobody cares. cares. I thought they, they did. They don't. <laughs> no, they, they did right then. And then after that, they didn't care anymore. Oh, that was cool. God. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. I'm done. That's it right there. <laughs> So yeah, with that, I think we can we can wrap it up for the night. So gentlemen, this has been Sandlot Sports. One more Sandlot Sports, just follow us on Facebook at Sandlot Sports or on Twitter at Sandlot Sports21.